well, the music's not working. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I hope you're. Uh, feeling well. I'm really, really happy to be with you this morning. Uh, we are with GP and Marie-Pierre to continue the subject about changing our mindset, changing how we are talking. We are, if you're with us for the first time, we are in the book Awaking the Giant Within. Uh, really, really um, changing our mindset. It's this book, it's really about what do you think, how do you think, and what can you change in your way of talking, way of speaking, thinking, uh, writing, to be sure that you will put your mindset in positive way. Uh, if you didn't hear, we are, we are doing this book every uh, Wednesday. And if you didn't see the previous podcast, I suggest you to go on Podbean and look for every Wednesday because it's explaining the difference between pain and pleasure. All in life, we are challenging between pain and pleasure. And today we will talk about how can I change my vocabulary to be sure that I'm going more in pleasure than pain and what kind of word are linking to pain that I can change them. We will have a beautiful example, um, some example that Jean-Philippe will give to us and Marie-Pierre will give us some exercise to do to change our vocabulary. If you remember last week, we just put on the group Inspirational, the Millionaire of the Diamond, we put on the group a list of words that you can use to change your vocabulary. Because we said that we have uh, 3,000 words to explain how we are feeling, 2,000 are for pain, and uh, 1,000, it's for pleasure. But we always, in, the, in one week, we use around 10 to 12 words to define our feeling. So we need to grow what kind of word, word we uh, are using to feel better. Uh, first of all, just before presenting um, the part today, just want to remember that if you did not share right now, it's the time of, to share the podcast. You can share it on Facebook or you can share it on Podbean or on all platforms because we are using all the podcast platform for all the people that prefer um, listen to it as radio. Uh, then you all explanation so first thing then it's it's really funny because the example that we have last week from native people that they have less word in their vocabulary it's really the same that they are presenting uh, today in the book they say they they don't even have the word lie 
in their vocabulary because it's not a concept that they have in the culture. So you have some word in your life that you decided to not use because they are not part of your life. So if they are not part of your life, you're not using those words because the, the way that you are talking define the way that you are feeling. It's really that they are presenting. But if you don't have way to representing something, you won't expe uh, experience it. So it means that, yes, sometimes we have some difficulty to describe what you are, what is your feeling. And you say, I'm not able to describe it. It's because we are missing vocabulary. Sometimes some people are taking picture, writing song, uh, playing music, trying to explain this feeling. But the words are more powerful than everything. So if you find this vocabulary, you will be able to really feel what you uh, are really able to explain what you are feeling. The kids, when they are not able to express themselves how they feel, they cry, they, they are yelling, sometimes they are smashing people because it's the only way that they have to express that it's not good, I'm, I don't like it. When they develop their language, they, they, they are able to express this without movement, without yelling. Or it's the same thing for us. It's if we are missing words, we, we will say, I'm angry. But uh, uh, angry, hungry. Angry. <laughs> hungry okay. is like you, you need food. Angry. <laughs> I just want to be sure that I was not mixing <laughs> both. So if, if I'm not able to express it, I'm in extreme feeling. So I'm angry or I'm happy. But Marie-Pierre will find more words to helping us to achieve it. But what they, they said that if there, maybe I can ask you the question. What kind of word you don't want to use? What kind of word that you just su suprime them than your, than your vocabulary? You can write it in the comment. You can write it on Pandino or on Facebook. Because maybe you realize that when you are using them, it's, you put you in a situation that you're feeling sad. The example that they said in the book, it's the word depression. He said, I don't use the word depression right now because my mindset link that if I'm uh, using it, it's linking to pain. So he tried to find other words to express how they feel to feel less pain. So you maybe have those kind of words that you, for me, angry. I don't want to be angry. Uh, I saw, I don't use the word hate. Yes, hate, angry, depression. If you're able to not use them and find moderate word, because if you're, you, you just 
in English, when we put the um, the, voc the um, sheet last week with all the words, they have three levels, moderate, light, strong. We need to find moderate and light word that can help to, to, to explain really what is the feeling. They say, you, you can just add in your, your sentence just a bit. I'm feeling just a bit depressed. It's different that I'm feeling depressed. It's, so if you have some, some word like that that you can use, I, I really love the just a bit. I'm just a bit tired. I'm just a bit sad. I'm just a bit... It, it's, it's like smooth. It, it, it's really, really smooth. And it, it said it's like killing the monster while it's little. Not trying to killing the monster when it, you're feeling it's so big. But when you say, I'm just a bit, it's, you cannot see as the big monster. And GP, you, now we will present that, yes, we are the word that we are using for, for describe our feeling. But we use this vocabulary that we have that we need to break our pattern, uh, 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 they said habitual emotional pattern. Yes, we have to break it, but we need to realize that we, as when we are speaking, we can help people, but sometimes we can nuire, we can downgrade people. It's not the right word, but... Uh, <laughs> what is nuire? <laughs> Let, let's have but, a look to... What is we, we can put people in a sad feeling if we are using the wrong harm. word. Ah. Harm. Art. We can harm people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, thank you. We call, we call that actually transformational vocabulary. Because, yes, with the word you're using, okay, not only to you, because there is two things. There is your inner discourse, okay? So what you're telling yourself that can affect you, but there is also what you say to people and there is also what people, okay, used to say. So it's all of the things that we need to uh, be careful or just be aware. Listen to what people are saying. How are they saying it? What they're telling to themselves, what they're telling you and what you're telling them. So every part of the equation, you and the other person, have an impact on how you feel and how you can feel depending on what is the vocabulary that you are using and i will use the example that uh, there there is in the book with the word depression actually because that word is fully charged of emotion so they put the word depression versus the word frustrated so when I think of depression, okay, what I think of is it's a long state, is a position where somebody can be and it's a long state. So you, you stay there for um, like a long period of time. So it affects you for, uh, for that long. It means that I have no energy, that I have no motivation. So we understand that when we use that word, okay, even if we are not in like a depression when we use it that word is fully charged and it means all of those things 
So it affects our body, it affects our mind, and it can affect people around us. Versus is somebody, when, when they use the word, I'm depressed, it's most of the time because they're frustrated of the place where they are right now because they don't feel that they uh, that they have that evolution, that they have that growth. So they just want to change that state. So instead, they should use the word frustrated because the word frustrated referred to a short period of time. I can stay frustrated like for 10 years. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Okay, my body won't allow it. After it's... Um, Right, how that work? What did I wrote? I I I don't understand my notes. Sorry. <laughs> right now, okay, yes. So when you say, <laughs> so when you say you're frustrated, it's in the moment. Okay, as I said, it's a short period of time, but I'm frustrated right now. Maybe not later. Okay, it's because it's not working at the moment. Okay, at the at that specific moment. It affects, yes, my motivation, but most of the time when I'm frustrated, it's because something's not working. When Sabrina said it, when kids, at first, they don't have that vocabulary. They don't have that lot of vocabulary and they get frustrated because it's not working, but they are motivated because they want us okay, to understand what they mean, but they can't, so they're motivated. And actually, they, um, they didn't find... I, I still don't understand my note. Okay, I wrote that at six o'clock this a.m. So maybe my hand wasn't following my ideas. But you guys understand the principle, the difference between uh, getting depressed versus getting frustrated. So the word you, you will use will impact how your body will react and actually also how your subconscious and how your mind will work with those words. If you say you're depressed, okay, remember that the, the goal of your subconscious is to accomplish what are the thoughts that you're having in your mind. So if you put in your mind that you're depressed, okay, this is what your subconscious will work on. So what they say is when you use transformational vocabulary, we want to use uh, like the power of that, that technique, that strategy, it's, it needs to be simple. Okay, and this is a thing that actually the um, the TV news and the journal and all of that are using. Okay, if you have looked or watched the news or listened to the radio when they uh, are telling us the news, they are using so difficult word because it's sens sensational sensationalism. Is that the right word? Oh my God, thank you, Trish. I feel like I I win at Scrabble right now, okay? <laughs> so it's sensationalism. So they are trying to use big words, words that are uh, charged of emotions, that are so strong, okay, to just pass a simple idea or to have more views, more impact. But with people, we need sometimes to use more simple word or just find how can be some different simple expression. And, and Marie-Pierre in a couple minutes will give you some example of word that you can use. And how those words are so impactful on people. One of the examples that I love in the book, they were talking about a trucker association. Okay. 
So they call themselves trucker, but actually that association, they were in debt, okay? Every year there were errors that were made uh, uh, with the delivery and they were trying to understand why. So they hired a, uh, a consultant to find what is the problem and they find that it's their own people that were not well identified the container and all of the stuff. So they were called trucker, but they decided to change the title okay, of the job. Be uh, instead of calling them trucker, they decide to call them craft craftsmen. Am I saying right? Craftsmen? Craftsmen? Yeah? Okay, yeah, it's good. <laughs> so they call them craftsmen. So at first they thought that, okay, it doesn't make sense. We're used to be trucker, now we're craftsmen. But because they changed the title, they see that people were making less error and they diminish all of the debt that they were having because people before were making mistake identifying the stuff. So only with that, and that's the reason why also in many jobs, for instance, at um, uh, Desjardins, which is a bank, okay? So at Desjardins, they use the word director. And uh, also my, uh, my partner, when he was uh, working at uh, Chateau Frontenac, a lot of people were called director. And the reason why is because they just want to elevate the standing. They want to elevate also the confidence in people. And most of the time also it's related to the salary, the revenue that they are having. Yes, Sabrina? If, if I'm right, uh, just people that they are working on Walmart, they are called partner. Yes. In uh, French, yes. they said associé. Absolutely. To, to, and to be sure that people, they are, they are more uh, impliqued in the, the way that they are working. Yes, absolutely. And I know in all of the um, uh, like um, resort, Fermont Resort, which is a, a big resort all around the world, uh, Fermont Chateau Frontenac, uh, Montebello, uh, Chateau Laurier in Ottawa, all of those places, they call themselves colleagues. So because they want to just show people that they are working together. And when you're a colleague, it's because we were working like ends in ends and all of that. So that's that's the image that they want to show. But also with the word, what we need to know is there's new words every year that are are um, uh, that are adding to the dictionary to what we are using. And one of the words that I'm probably sure did not exist when that book was written in 1990, okay, is the word Google. We, now we say Google it. It, it became a verb, okay? And in French also, on va le googler. So Google it. So right now it's part of, uh, our, of our vocabulary. I know that the, the, the right signification is you have to search it. You have to do a search about it. But now it's so like well accepted that you just need to Google it. And one of the things also is uh, um, sometimes we can use funny expression or funny word just to describe or make something that it's hard to uh, understand or it's it's a bit harsh that we just want to make it feel it easy. And they use, I don't know if it's the words that you're using in English. So you guys will be able to tell me because as I said, that book has been written in the 1990s. So in daycare, they're talking about uh, yard ape. 
which is a fully preschooler, a fully mobile preschooler. I don't know if it's a word that you guys are using. So that's the reason why I'm saying I don't know if those words are right, okay? Or they call it gray poupon, which is the mess in the diaper. Is that something? <laughs> Trish is like, oh my God, what is that expression? <laughs> or um, when, oh my God, that, that, that one, okay, it's, it's a bit harsh, but when I said that, it's like, oh my God, it, it's, it, it's intense. With, like the cremation, they say cremation without a funeral home service. They like in, um, in the funeral area, they call it a shake and bake. Okay, that's... <laughs> but we're not in, in, we're not working in that area. So maybe it's something, a word that you use. But we know that they used to call them undertakers. Then they become mortician. And now they are funeral director. So funeral director, it's a bit, it's a little bit more easier like to understand. At a tanning salon, they, they call people Casper, it's pale skin customer, okay? So I we should ask somebody that is working there. Or an iguanas, which is an overly tan, lettery customer, okay? So <laughs> I love those words. It's so funny. <laughs> so you understand that sometimes we can use funny expression, but words are fully charged. We get the picture in our head, so we can use that just to... Uh, make um, make a message or an information, be sure that people are impacted with it. But talking about those words we can use, uh, we will go with Marie-Pierre that will do a, an exercise with us with the word we're using. <laughs> it's so funny, that part. I really love it. <laughs> because it's so something that we never think that people would use those words for that kind of situation, but we are not in this area of work. But I'm curious if you have some kind of funny expression at your work, go and write it in the comment. <laughs> I would be curious to know if you already have some funny expression to maybe describe something that is really not funny, but it's something that you need to have every day and you don't want to be sad about it every day so you found an expression funny to use it every day because yes i will have two exercises for you this morning and the um the reason we want to do this exercise is to be sure that we don't have all these negative emotion um that are are really powerful but that will be able to lower the intensity and be always in charge so just now, take a moment and write down at least one, but better, three words that you use on a regular basis to make yourself feel lousy. So go in the comments and go write one to three words that you use on a regular basis that make yourself feel lousy. If you need example, <laughs> maybe bored, frustrated, disappointed, angry, humiliated, hurt, sad. So what are the three words that you use on a regular basis for you? It seems like an, <laughs> a difficult exercise. <laughs> so take the time to think about it. 
What do you use regularly? Thank you on Podbean, feeling low, angry, frustrated, sad, not happy. Oh, that's great because not happy is saying happy somewhere. <laughs> so that's better than angry. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So whatever the words you choose, be sure that the, they are the ones that you use regularly to disempower yourself. So now that you identify those three words, now have some fun and think about what you can use some, uh, as a new word that you can break your pattern or at least lower your emotional intensity in some way with th that word. So remember that your brain loves anything that, that gets you out of pain and into pleasure. So pick a word that you will want to use in place of the old limiting one. So once you will get the result like laughing just by saying your new word, you will also get addicted to the process. So what is the word you can use to uh, replace the one that is a limited uh, one? So being energized, addicted, feeling great. Perfect. So for example, when maybe you are angry, you can replace it by I'm being dis disenchanted. If you are afraid, to uncomfort uncomfortable. If you are anxious, to a little concern. If you are depressed, to not on top of it. If you are exhausted, change it to I'm recharging. If you are impatient, I'm anticipating. If you are irritated, be stimulated. <laughs> If you are overwhelmed, be uh, I'm in demand. If you are stressed, maybe just busy. So yes, it's the same feeling, but you lower the intensity and maybe just by using that word that you will never use <laughs> in the regular basis, that just by saying it, maybe it will make you laugh or just have a smile and you will... Uh, absolutely change your mindset. Fluffy! <laughs> I love it. Old world fat, new word. I'm fluffy. <laughs> I love it. There's a video on YouTube. I'm not fat, I'm just fluffy. <laughs> like my dog. <laughs> I really love it. Okay. <laughs> if you found this gift, go and put it on the group at Limiliana de Diama Inspirational Group. It's really a funny one. <laughs> But now that, yes, you can use some new word to replace the negative feeling, you can use those transformational vocabulary to uh, help intensify your experience of positive emotion. So same thing, second exercise, think of three, three words that you can use or maybe just how you will answer of somebody who asking, how are you doing? So what, what is your regular response to it? So if I'm asking, how are you doing? I'm happy. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling okay. That I'm feeling good. Yes, <laughs> perfect. But now you will be this person that <laughs> everybody will be, oh my God. And you will exclaim like, I feel spectacular. And not just I'm feeling okay. <laughs> Or uh, instead of sitting just, 
I'm feeling good, I'm fine, or things are all right. Just be, oh, everything is superb. If you are maybe somebody that say, I'm curious, you will change it by uh, a great word to use is fascinated. If you say, I'm fortunate, you can change it by unbelievably blessed. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better than excellent. Someone is attractive. You can change it by gorgeous just because you want to have not just good word, but great word. If you're nice to fantastic, no, no problem. How many times in the day you say, oh, no problem, no problem. I will do it, no problem. Just be, I'm happy to help you. It's just changing the word to be great word. So not bad, you can change it to couldn't be better. So if you really want to make these changes, go to three of your friends and explain to them what you are trying to do. So what words you want to um, you want to uh, have as a new word and what is the whole word. So those friends can be, if you are saying something that is an old word, they will say, are you really this word? Or maybe the new word. So just have fun, have fun doing these changes and make sure that, yes, your friend it will be helpful around you to make sure that you will use those new pos powerful positive words. So that's the two exercises for this morning. I love it. Oh my God. I, I, I see that one. Happy jazz. Jazz hands. <laughs> that's what I, uh, I, I watch a TV show and they use that. So I really, really love and enjoy that list. Just want to say that. You, do, do you want to close, Sabrina? <laughs> I just want to ask Marie-Pierre, we need this list on the group. You need to take picture and put this list on the group because I have it. You will see that there's a there there's more, more, more uh, possibility. There's three pages of different words that you are using. And I'm looking for your fluffy, Marie-Pierre. You need to put it because there's too much choice to understand what is the good one that I have to put. <laughs> But it's it's really important to realize the importance of the word. It's weird to say it like that, but when you understand what it can change in your life, go on the group, go take those lists and try to select some word that you will add to your vocabulary. When you will doing it, you will have the control of how you're feeling of what, the, what is the feeling that you bring to the people with who you're talking. Because when you're talking to your team member and you're using right word to, to celebrate them, they will be part of this feeling good that they can have. So it, it was the only thing that I want uh, to add, GP. I would let you close. I don't know if we have music. No, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Give us a, a, a week to be sure to find the music. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. See you in the French part, or see you tomorrow. It will be Maria and Marie Pierre for the um, habit of successful people. Have a good day.